This is the Mobile Marketing Minute with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Greg Hickman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mobile Marketing Minute or Moment. Uh, my name is Rob Woodbridge from Untether.tv. And I am Greg Hickman with MobileMix.com. Greg, buddy, it's been quite some time since we've been able to get together live. I'm so happy to do this. I'm so happy yes. to talk about what we're going to be talking about because it leads, I think, right into the product that you are about to launch. How to yes. create a perfect mobile call to action. How exactly. do you do it? Exactly. Well, so clarify that we're going to be discussing, at least in this, a SMS call to action. Yes. Is there um, another one? Is there anything else? I mean, it's the one you should be focused on. Exactly. But I mean, obviously, you're going to be promoting apps and others, other things like that. So uh, SMS call to action and um, kind of the approach I'm taking from here is people that might be leveraging um, interactive content, um, non-static audio, video, things like that, um, where they could possibly hear your voice. So one is say the call to action slowly. Um, I mean, I can't I, talk slowly. I know I'm a bit of a fast talker, <laughs> as as people probably know. Um, but when you say your call to action, you know, text join to one, two, three, four, five, uh, you got to say it slowly. Uh, you know, if it's a podcast, if it's you know on the radio, you know, most likely they're listening from their phone or have their phone near them, but they need to have time to grab it. Um, so something that I like uh, is understanding that person's context. So not only speak it slowly, but the second thing is understand that listener's context. So if you are a podcaster, for example, um, or radio, the odds of the person being in the car is a little bit higher. Um, so, you know, what some people I've heard say, you know, the call to action, now grab, now, now grab your phone, wait, I'll wait. And like they pause, they like give a significant pause. And then they come back and say, okay, now that you have your phone, text join to one, two, three, four, five to, to get da, 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 the benefit. Um, so speak slowly, understand the listener's context. The third one is spell the word out. If whatever your keyword is, um, especially if by chance you have a word that is normally two words, um, and they're combined together as one, you want to say, um, you know, for example, my friend says, uh, text lead pages. A lot of people would probably do lead space pages, but he says text lead pages, one word that's L E A D P A G E S pages, lead pages two, and then the number, um, which he says slowly again, three, eight, four, seven, zero. So spell the keyword out, speak your short code one number at a time. So like I just said, 38470, you know, he could have said, you know, 38470, like, which doesn't sound as easy to remember, or 38470, like saying uh, short codes like that for a person contextually that you know is just listening gets a little bit harder for them to digest that number. They kind of get that cadence when you say three, eight, four, seven, zero. All those little mini pauses, you know, really help the mind kind of retain that for the few moments that they need to text it in. Add your personality. Uh, this is super important. I mean, if you how many times have you listen to radio where at the end it's like, 
and text joined one two three four five. Message and data rates may apply. You know, like they like change their voice for this call to action, um, which you know, if it's integrated into the call to action, it's uh, you know definitely more effective. I um, mean, kind of that example that I gave you, um, my friend Tim off his, off of his podcast, he does that whole thing. He's like, all right, take out your phones. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay, now take, now that you have it out, text with like you know it's kind of just the way he is. Um, so I think that really helps connect with your audience. Um, and also, this isn't like a, a thing. This is a, th- a thing you can try to do is practice your pause, um, because depending on that person's context, you know, and how long within your kind of segment the call to action is. You know, they might have like kind of dozed off, not dozed off, but like kind of, you know, you know, like listening to audio, you kind of lose consciousness a little bit and you're just, you know, it's just kind of like coming in and you're not really listening that when you pause before the call to action, you kind of like bring the listener kind of back. So it's a good thing to maybe pause before you go into your call to action. And then lastly, say it more than once. So start and, and end with your call to action. And if you can incorporate it more than once where it's natural, then do that because you can't just expect to say it one time and capture everybody, especially if it's at the end and people don't listen to the end. Um, so make sure that you start and end your call to action or start and end with your call to action. Um, deliver a call to action that lands. So this is essentially knowing your audience. This is what do they need? What can the call to action be that's going to make them take action? You know, you can have a lot of different call to actions that are not relevant. Uh, so you need to really go above and beyond to make sure contextually that what you're offering to your listener, um, any audience members watching is, is relevant, something that they're going to want. Because again, if they're in their car or they're at the gym working out or they're, you know, cooking dinner or walking, like they're not at the computer where they're going to jump to a keyboard, you know? So there needs to be something that's going to make them say, oh my God, like this is something I need. I got to do it right now. Uh, so deliver a call to action that lands. You know, I, I'm, I'm amazed by this because, it, you know, it's, it's common sense. Uh, but the question that keeps popping out of my head throughout this whole thing is, when when should they do the call to action? Should it be at the like the very beginning? Because you know, almost a hundred percent of the people who download and listen to a podcast listen to those first three minutes. Is there mm-hmm. a spot where they should be doing this this call to action? Uh, I mean, I think it really depends on your audience. Um, you know, like Tim does it right in the beginning, like the beginning, and also at the end. Um, if you do it in the beginning, uh, it's not the first thing that you should say. Uh, you should jump in and say, you know, okay, in today's episode, we're covering X, Y, Z. But before we get started, I want you to take out your phones and I want you to text lead pages to 38470 because you're going to register for a live webinar and I'm going to be teaching you the three things you need to do to increase conversion on your landing pages. I don't, it's something like that, whatever right. it is. Um, so, you know, he kind of alludes to what we're about to be talking about. So when someone says that, hears that, like, oh, sweet, he's going to get to this in just a second. Then he can kind of go into his call to action, and then he goes into the content. And then at the end, he's like, hey, don't forget, I'm holding this free live webinar to join and register, just text, da 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 So it reinforces um, it. Yeah, it totally reinforces it. And again, you know, your audience hopefully will kind of show you and or tell you if you're doing it in an annoying way. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you know, 
you want them to convert. And, you know, getting someone from listening to a podcast or maybe watching a video on YouTube or even a YouTube on your phone to go take some action that can only be taken on a website, you know, the, if you expect that really to convert very well, you know, I think you're kind of misleading yourself. <laughs> so, you know, you need to have, you can have both. You don't have to have them just text in. You say, or just visit, you know, leadpages.com. Um, so I think it really depends on your audience. <laughs> That's good advice though. You know your audience, but take those tips and do it. Now, I'm just going to, let's practice a, an awkward silence here. See, I just want to make sure that everybody's yeah. awake for this. <laughs> Come back next time for another Mobile Marketing Minute. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Don't forget to come back next week for our next episode.